welcome to the Game Over Screen, the podcast on the Merc with the Movie Blog Podcast Network, where we talk about all things video games, what we've been playing, the news that's come out that week, all the good stuff. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow co-host, Tyler. Tyler, how's it going? Hey, what's up? I'm always here. You're, You're always here. <laughs> no dick to Brendan. <laughs> Uh, Brendan is not here again this week. He had some stuff he had to do tonight, but, but we're still here to talk about video games. Oh boy. <laughs> so we're going to start off as always with Tyler's Animal Crossing report. I heard from Tyler all week that this is going to be a big one, that there's something going on. So, okay. Uh, okay. Tyler, let's hear about it. So I'm going to start off with the good stuff. Uh, Static, my, my squirrel. He's pretty cool. Okay. He had a birthday yesterday. Oh. I gave him a rice cooker because I had okay. three of them. Okay. Uh, and that was fun. I sent you a picture of him. He's like a purple squirrel with like an electric kind of mark. He's okay. cool. He's a cool dude. Oh, yeah. That's a cool dude. I think I've seen him in, in pictures before, I think on your island. But uh, so he had his birthday. Uh, I, I finally finished remodeling my island. Uh, the main, the main island is, okay. is all fully furnished. The orchard is, is fully grown and I, I sell all my fruit from there. It's, it's nice. And I, I've completely removed all my flowers and weeds. And now that swimming is a thing, I can now go out and look for pearls and other sea creatures. But let's, let's talk about the bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the stuff that, the stuff that makes me upset. So, uh, as usual, the, uh, the stock, stalk market is not good for me. Uh, so I'm gonna show you what it looks like on my end here. Uh, so out th- throughout the week, I, I plug in my numbers and I get a graph that kind of tells me my predicted price for turnips. So I bought them really cheap this week. They were 90, which is a really good price. And, uh, so here, here's my, my numbers here. And, you see the green is like predicted price. Yeah. And and Friday I could have gotten over 500. Okay. Uh this morning or and or afternoon. But uh as we talked yesterday before recording Trouble yeah. with Tipton, yeah. Uh, I plugged in my afternoon number and uh this is what it looked like going down from 90. Ooh. Just a, oh. Just a steady decline and uh oh. It's real bad. I don't know what the game wants me to do. I I play this game every day. What do you want? I yeah. <laughs> can you not reward me, please? Man, that it's, is rough. It's just a bummer. So if I don't find someone to to go to their island and sell at a price that's over ninety, I'll even take ninety one. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to lose out. Uh, that I'm gonna have to sell at like a very very. Like I'm gonna lose money. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. But that's not the worst thing that's happened this week. That happens every week, pretty much. <laughs> well, worst... here, put, putting out the call now, if anybody's listening, um, <laughs> you got an <laughs> island in Animal Crossing with some pretty good uh, prices. Uh, hit up Tyler because the poor man needs it. Hey, if you want to be my friend in Animal Crossing and just kind of hook me up sometimes, you know, go ahead and head over to uh, uh that's Tyler Tyler Rims on Twitter. That's T Y L E R. T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. Just, just help me out. I need it. It's kind of pathetic how bad I'm doing. <laughs> but 
Uh, so, so on to the worst thing, which is I've already complained about the, the art system with Red, the fox, who has, uh, who comes to your island, he'll sell fake art and real art and other, uh, furniture stuff. But, uh, so first off, uh, after this, uh, swimming update, they, they kind of retooled the, the, uh, NPC visitor rate. So it, okay. it, they kind of changed some things up. I forget the specifics, but it's, it's kind of in depth. So maybe, maybe red will come more often. But before that, I hadn't seen red in like a month. Like just, oh, oh. just purely just haven't seen him in a month. My house is right up next to where he shows up. So every morning I, I, I open the game and I start out at my house. Uh-huh. I walk to the right and he's not uh-huh. there. Oh, good. Uh, so I haven't seen him in a month, but the, but the other day, I don't know what day it was that, I, that it was, but I, I go and I see him there. So, okay. I go, okay, great. I can get a piece of art. One, a one piece yeah. of art. You can only buy yeah. one at a time. And. And I go in and I pull up a guide because, uh-huh. you know, it's very, very easy to buy fake art if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I pull up a guide to make sure I'm not picking up anything fake. And so I check all the art there and it's all fake. What? What? All, all of it's fake. <laughs> There's not a genuine piece of art there this visit. What? And you hadn't seen him in like a month. Yeah. I, I, over 30 days. I haven't seen you in over 30 days and you come to my island and, and no real art. No progress on my art museum. <laughs> it's bullshit, dude. That's fucked. That's really fucked. That's really scuffed. It's like, that's, that's. Why is that even a thing that can happen? I, Animal Crossing. I, yeah. At Animal Crossing on Twitter, explain. Why does this game feel the need to. Fuck me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> and and so I, I reluctantly buy a piece of like art to put in my office. It's fake. I guess like the best I can do with it. And it's just it's so demoralizing, dude. I don't know. How 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 are how are you dealing with this? What do you do to 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 feel better? I I go on YouTube <laughs> and I go to a channel called Fitzy Here. What is and he, that? And he plays Overwatch. Okay, okay. And he plays Sombra and May. Those are two characters that I also play. Okay. And he's very good at the game. And okay. I watch him and go, man, he's so sick of the game. Yeah. Makes me forget about Animal Crossing. That's good. That's good. That's good. Do you it's ever feel just, bad? That he's so good at the heroes you play. How are you at the heroes you play in? Overwatch? Uh, I'd say I'm pretty adequate. Right? Okay. I think I think I'm above average. I have okay. pretty good game sense, pretty good awareness. But uh-huh. I also play on PS4 with a controller, so uh-huh. he's he's just in a different league. Oh, okay. He's constantly like top 100. Oh, okay. But uh, that's that's Animal Crossing. All right. Well, I guess we'll check back what, next week to what, see if the hell has ended. One day, one day the segment will stop, and that's when you know it's gotten bad. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm surprised it's gone on as long as it has. Something keeps pulling me back in. Something keeps pulling you back in. Um, do you know what that thing is? No, no idea. No, no. All right. Well, uh, from one bad thing to the next, not necessarily bad. 
the Destiny rundown this week in Destiny. Um, everything is good. Like it was a good week. Uh, everything's bad. Just Tyler, everything's everything's real bad. Uh, I wonder if I can. Oh, I should have taken screenshots of this to show you. It would take me literally forever to log in and try and um show you this. Uh, yeah, here's what I can do. I can bring up the Destiny 2 director, and I can paste that into the chat. Is this it? This is it. This is the new one. All right. Cool. So this is what the map looks like. All right? Okay. So that's the map. I remember this map. Yep. So on for the last four weeks or so, ever since the season of Arrival started, Io, off in the corner, Io, mm-hmm. had a pyramid ship over it. So imagine a triangle... A, like a like a black triangle is over it, the IO. Is it upside down or right side up? Oh, it's like a pyramid. It's like upside. It's right side up. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. So, and that was over IO. And I logged in on Tuesday, and it was still over IO. But now there were ones over Mercury, Mars, and Titan as well. Hmm. Um. I can I can definitely show you this. Uh, I went to Mercury. Uh, which is strange for me to do because I don't like Mercury. Mercury is probably the worst planet in the game. Um, and I loaded in and I saw this. Um, that is not normally there. Uh, <laughs> the massive pyramid ship. The massive pyramid is not normally there. Okay. Uh, it's blocking out the sun <laughs> on Mercury. Uh, it's real bad. They're, they're everywhere. They've just completely invaded at this point. Uh, so... Just like an event? Like, uh... It's the lead into next season. So, like, the darkness is coming, and... Or next, uh, expansion in September. The darkness is finally here. Our ancient enemy has finally arrived. They started... Are, are uh, these pyramids linked to, like, the Osiris stuff from the first game? Or... Uh, no, 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 no. Uh... Which is a different Egyptian different. kind of thing. It's a different Egyptian kind of thing. So these pyramid things are like the opposite of the Traveler. The okay. Traveler is light. These are darkness. Um, oh, okay. Although every week they tell us, hey, no, the Traveler is actually the bad guy. We've been doing an event every week where we like get messages from the darkness. And Eris Morin, one of the uh, NPCs, translates it for us. And the darkness is like, hey, y'all are living in a cave. Or not a cave, in a cage. The, uh, you guys are like birds in a cage and we could set you free, man. We could set you free. And it's like, mm, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I trust you or not. Uh, yeah. but the pyramid invasion expanded and with the expansion, a quest line started that is eventually going to culminate in us getting an exotic gun, but not yet. Uh, I'm as far into it as you can be for the current time. And pretty much when you load into like the main base, the tower, Zavala, Big purple dude. Not like Grimace, but also kind of like Grimace. Um, is standing there and he's like, hey, look, pyramid ships are everywhere. We got to start getting ready to, like, leave. <laughs> so this week I went all over the solar system going to all the planets that had the pyramid ships over them. And, like, doing little bullshit tasks for the people there. Pretty much, it, it's like a last-ditch effort to try and fight back the pyramid ships. I imagine that, like, in August, 
it's going to change from last ditch effort to defend to, all right, start prepping the evacuations from these planets. Because in September, they're going away. Uh, okay. Mercury, Io, Mars, and Titan are the four planets that are being vaulted with the Beyond Light coming out. So the fact that those are the four planets being attacked by the pyramid ships makes me think we're not going to win that fight. Uh, we're going to kind of spend this season trying to fight them back, and by the end of it, we're going to evacuate. And we're going to try and get our people off of those planets before they get fucking murdered. Uh, so I'm as far as I can be on the Zavala quest that is eventually going to end it with an exotic, but I need to wait for it to update again to be able to continue it. And they released a new exotic weapon uh, called oh something Effigy. Uh, hang on. I, I got it. Ruinous effigy, uh, effigy, ruinous effigy. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's a trace rifle. I think I haven't used it yet. I got it. I went and I did the quest. It looks like this. I'll send you an image of it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, a cool it, gun. it's a void trace rifle. It's pretty cool. I haven't used it yet, but I've seen people use it. Um, it does some weird shit that I'm excited to play with. Uh, but yes, I, I, so I, I've done this of all the quest. Uh, so I'm, I'm at the point there where I just need them to update the game. I've done this exotic weapon quest. I've gotten ruinous eff- effigy, um, effigy. There's going to be three exotics this season. I have two of the three of them so far. So all I'll have to do is complete the Zavala quest when that continues to update and I'll have all three of them. Uh, moments of triumph started this week. So Brendan and I have been working on that a little bit. We're pretty much, if you complete 15 of these tasks, you get to buy a shirt. Uh, it is blue, like we talked about, like Brendan predicted. It is a blue shirt. Um, I don't know. Did you see it? I, I I know I linked the shirt somewhere. Uh, did you end up seeing it? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. I linked it in uh, another Discord, but that's what the shirt looks like. Um, okay. They also showed... Uh, so part of the Moments of Triumph is rebeating all of the raids that are going to leave. So there's five of them. Uh, well, two big raids and then like three raid layers are what they're called. They're kind of, they're like smaller scale raids. But if you beat all five of them, you can buy this ring. Oh, that's a cool ring. That's pretty edgy. Right? Right? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I don't play Destiny, but that's definitely my aesthetic. Right? It looks pretty cool. Um, That's the raid icon. The skull with the sword through it. And finally, if you do the new dungeon, which Brendan has done, I've not yet done it, Uh, you get that sweatshirt. You can buy that sweatshirt. You have to buy all these things. You you complete the stuff in the game to get the ability to buy them. You cannot oh, buy okay. them unless you do these things. Put in the time um, so you can put in the money. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. It, if, if you try to buy them without having... Cause you, you do the, you do the stuff in game and it gives you a, uh, coupon code. Mm-hmm. Otherwise there's $7,777. And oh. on Bungie's website, you are not allowed to make a purchase that big. I think it caps out like $2,000 or something. So pretty much they put these items up for $7,777. And then you put in the coupon code and it brings the price down to what they actually cost. Uh, I'm working on it. I kind of want to get all three. We'll see what happens. Definitely going to get the shirt. Definitely, definitely going to get the shirt. Most likely going to get the, the sweatshirt hoodie. 
Not sure about the raid ring. We'll see. That's the biggest iffy because it's expensive. Um. So, yeah, there's all that. Started that. I'm, I think I'm at... I think I'm at 11 of 15 triumphs completed. So I only need to do four more and I'll be able to buy the shirt. And then last night we ran a raid. We ran Scourge of the Past last night, Brendan and I, with uh, our buddies. And we got through that in a decent time. And tonight, actually, in an hour and a half, uh, we're going to run another raid. So that'll be another one of those raids down. I'll be down two out of the five, getting close to being able to buy that thing. It'll give me another triumph, so I'll be another step closer to buying the shirt. And pretty much everything is proceeding proceeding well. Nice. That's to be going well for someone, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, still... The expansion doesn't come out till September 22nd, so like there's still a long time before that comes out. We got like a good two and a half months, but we're getting there. We're getting there slowly but surely, working our way there. But that's the Destiny rundown. So, Tyler, what have you been playing this week? Uh, why don't you go first? Why don't I go first? Okay, well, uh, we have a, we have a short show today, guys. So yeah. there's something I want to bring up after I after I talk about games I played. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I. So I beat The Last of Us Part 2, which I want to talk about in a minute. But first I want to start, I've been continuing on Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so That's how you get to the beach. That is what I literally Hawaii. finished yeah, Hawaii when trip. the Hawaii trip. Yeah. Did they go to Hawaii? I don't, that's not. They go to Hawaii. Do they? They go to Hawaii. Are you sure? Yeah. They just went to the beach. I'm pretty sure they just went to the beach. I don't think they said they went to Hawaii. There's, they should have gone to Hawaii. Um, I'm oh, wait, unless that's hmm. might be they're later. going or maybe, but they do go to Hawaii. Okay, yeah, I haven't gone to Hawaii yet. So what I've done is I finished Futaba's Palace, the Pyramid Palace. I was introduced to the next target by Sai, and by that I mean she literally just said what his name was, and I've already forgotten, and showed a picture like in the flash forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Okamura. Yeah. Have you beat Royal yet? No? No, I haven't. Okay. So I will say that. But I still I still know most of the story beats of okay. the original. I yeah, know it's, yeah. I know it's different and stuff. Yeah. I will say I've uh Yoshizawa, you know who that is, right? The new girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've uh, maxed Yeah. I forget her first name. Uh Kasumi or something? Yeah, Kasumi. Kasumi. Uh Kasumi. Uh Yoshizawa, I've maxed her out. She's at rank 5. Uh, which it's maxed out for now. I'm sure it'll. Open yeah, up yeah, it'll open up uh, in this third semester. Yeah, uh, I got her to five. Uh, I got, and this is all today, by the way. I first started maxing people out today while I was playing. Got her to max. Mm-hmm. Maxed out Ryuji. Nice, best boy. Uh, I I'm not a huge fan. Uh, <laughs> I think he's kind of a creep. Uh, he's not as bad as Yusuke though. Um, Yusuke. So. I maxed him out. I did. I max out talking. I'm. I have. I maxed out the fortune girl. Uh, Chihaya. Yeah, I I maxed her out. I, and then I think I have the doctor. I think Takimi. 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 Uh, and um. Uh oh, fuck! What's the name of uh the teacher? Uh, 
I I know it. It's uh. Uh. I don't. I don't know. Uh. God, what's her name? Ka- Kawakami. Kawakami. Yes. So I've got Kawakami and I've got the the doctor lady both at nine. So I'm waiting to get them to max. So I just started maxing people today, pretty much. Uh, I'm about to start September. Yeah. Uh, and and you get you still get the skills for maxing them out, right? Yeah, yeah. Those, uh, those are really good. I haven't uh, romanced anybody. I've... You wanna you wanna max out as many people as you can, like, uh, because before for all the old confidants, uh-huh. uh, at the end of the game they give you a present. Okay. And that present means that when you when you uh, beat the game and start in, like a new game plus save file, okay. that present when you meet them and start their confidant again. It will oh. unlock that final thing at the start. Oh, okay. That's so nice. I, I think Kawakami's is like, uh, you can call yeah. her and yeah. she'll massage you and you yeah. can, then you can go out afterwards. Yeah. And that's really good to have at the start of the game once you meet her. And I think I'm literally just waiting to go back to school to max her out. And I think that she max out, maxes out once I go back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Oh god, what else have I done today in in Persona Five Royal? Uh, yeah, they went to the beach. So I, I, I Futaba is great. I love Futaba. Um, the beach episode, I'm gonna call it because it might as well be the beach episode. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, Yusuke was wearing a fucking hoodie. Yeah, Yusuke is weird. Yusuke is weird. Yusuke is kind of a creep. Uh, and Ryuji, Joker, and Yusuke, Yusuke were like going around harassing hunting women. Hunting babes? Yeah. No, yeah. no, not hunting babes, Tyler. Harassing women. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something about yeah. Persona. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Not only does this happen, <laughs> this will happen in every game. Starting at three. Okay. There was always a quote unquote babe hunt. Oh god. Uh and only two of them take place at the beach. Oh oh no. That's that's somehow worse. Um I try not to think about it. It's it's never successful, thank God. Thank God. Uh I, I get really uncomfortable whenever they sexualize on and like Makoto. Yeah. They're supposed to be like what, sixteen? Um Makoto is seventeen. Okay. Uh but on is yeah, on is sixteen, Futaba's fifteen. Yeah, Futaba was even worse because like she said a line about how she hasn't even started high school yet. And I was like like she just graduated she just graduated middle school and is about to start high school. And I was like, mm, I don't I don't like this. This is I don't know about this one, Chief. This is real uncomfortable. Yeah, I just, I just go, oh, Japan, you, you oh, weirdos, oh, you, you silly people, uh, you weird, oh. weird, weird people. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what's the line between it being uh slightly offensive? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh. I know there's a when when Persona Five first came out, there was a big 
a big uh, kerfuffle about uh, anyone who dated Futaba in the game. She is a no. Romance. You can romance. No. Yeah, you can oh. romance Futaba. No. Stop. I mean, I don't know. Why I'm surprised you can bang your teachers. So like, but the, the way I see it is. Joker, Joker himself is more of a character than the Narukami from four, from four or or Makoto from three. Uh, so he, he's more of his own person than uh-huh. than those two. Okay, but uh, and, and Futaba's only a year younger than him, and she's not I his. Thought, I thought he was older than that. No, he's sixteen. He's a second okay. year. Okay, I don't know why I thought he was a third year. No, uh. Only, only your next party member and Makoto are thirty okay. years. Okay. And they're 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 of age by the time the game ends. Mm-hmm. But uh, so and they're not related. Uh, cause Sakura isn't your dad. <laughs> He's just yeah. a friend of your parents who we never yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, it's still weird if you're. Like you personally are like, oh, full full taboo. <laughs> that's what gets like, you going. Like you're like, uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know, dude. I don't know, dude. That's kind of, that's kind of sus. And then, I mean, and then you 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 look at the other end of the spectrum, and you're like, uh, I don't know, Joker. You probably shouldn't be dating these adults. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an adult though. Yeah, yeah. I like Kawakami. But also, like the reporter lady, I'm like. Mm. That's that's how this seems like a really unhealthy relationship waiting to happen. Yeah, but she's also like my favorite. Okay, well that's fair. That's all good. I just started doing her confidant pretty much. You just started? Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to her. No. Well uh hopefully uh here's a tip for your next your next conf- your next party member who has a confidant yeah. is that they hang out on the school roof. Okay. And uh because my first time I played Persona Five, I, I had no idea where she hung out. And uh uh-huh. I didn't know that she was up there until the end of the game. And by that point it was too late. Yeah, I'm I'm kinda already starting to think about my next playthrough because I don't think I'm gonna be able to do everything I want to in this one. I'm just vastly yeah. approaching. I'm trying to Luckily luckily second playthroughs, depending on what all you have to do is are are marginally faster. Yeah. Cause uh, you can like kick it on beginner or yeah. maybe you're already playing on beginner. Probably. Probably am. I don't remember <laughs> and, what uh, I'm playing on, but probably you a, beginner. You get a fuck ton of money just for doing battles. Yeah. Uh you keep all your stats. You keep uh your personas in the compendium. Uh I think when I when I first beat the game, I I had Completed most of the compendium, and I did every confidant except for like three. Uh-huh. And then on the second play, and that was like ninety hours, like just under ninety hours. Yeah, I'm at fifty one right now. And then as soon as I started a new game and beat it again, I think I shaved off about thirty hours. Yeah, there's not a lot you have to do. And like I, I don't want to talk too much because I mean, obviously, we're going to continue to talk about it while I play it. But I will mm-hmm. say that, like, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm really liking it. This is the first game in a long time where I've thought, like, maybe I'll try and platinum this. I'm not usually a trophy person. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, 
But and I'm already this one isn't even uh this one is an easier platinum than the base game. Uh-huh. In the base game, uh you have a, a trophy that I haven't gotten in this game for some reason. I I know exactly why. Uh but uh that means you have to get two hundred and fifty unique voice lines from Futaba, who's your navigator. So uh during the fight, like uh like Morgana used to do, she'll she'll give you tips and talk about people getting hurt or enemies getting hit with status effects, stuff like that. So they, they count those lines. You need uh-huh. to get 250 unique ones. Okay. And so and it, they do vary by party member and stuff. Uh-huh. But there's one party member I refuse to use, and uh, it cost me not getting a trophy. Oh. So I don't have the platinum for Persona 5. And I, I will go back and get it eventually. Uh-huh. I, I have a plan for that one. But for now, it's just not going to happen. But yeah, I mean, I'm already planning a second playthrough in my head. Like, I'm not not entirely planning it, but I'm planning on doing one, I should say. Like, because I, I really enjoy the game. And I want to play Persona 4. Um, That's one that just came out on Steam, right? Yeah, Persona 4 Golden. Released so, from the, the grip of the Vita. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would say that, like, Persona 5 is firm. And, like, if they were to announce Persona 6, I'd be excited for it. So, uh... I would say I will say that Persona Five Royal has firmly made me a uh, a fan of at least this game and willing to expand into the other Persona games, even I like though I haven't beaten it. Uh, so that's where I am on Persona Five Royal. Uh, I I just threw Last of Us Part Two to the back of the show because mm-hmm. I want to talk spoilers a little bit. So I want to throw it at the end. We'll do a like um, we'll say goodbye and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So that people can tune out, uh, before we talk about spoilers. But, so I'm gonna, so that's all I've been playing besides, uh, Last of Us Part 2. So I'm gonna throw it to you. So, uh, uh, uh as, as you know, I do a, a podcast about video games, another, yes. a different one called yes. All the Eagles. Yes. And, uh, we're doing Danganronpa and, uh, we didn't get to do it this week because some, some family tragedies happened oh, on one okay. of our co-hosts in, so we didn't do it and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, but instead, I've been focusing on playing two games in particular that aren't Animal Crossing, uh-huh. uh, Persona 5 Royal okay. and Judgment. Oh. So this week I've been, I played nothing but Judgment on my PS4. Okay. And again, that's, that's the Yakuza spinoff game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you play as a, uh, a lawyer turned, turned detective because he got a, Serial killer off the loose who immediately, cause he thought he was innocent and immediately that guy went in and killed someone else. Uh, and now there's like a, a serial murder happening in the story where they're like gouging people's eyes out and leaving them oh, in the street. Wow. Holy, holy shit. Very bloody. Yeah. It's like lots of Yakuza crime and stuff, but, uh, nothing to do with the, the main Yakuza titles. Uh, you, you hear terms like the Tojo clan. They're still around. You, you're in the same area as the main Yakuza games, but you're just not going to see any of those characters. Uh-huh. But it's still fun. Uh, you you do a lot more than just the the standard Yakuza fight dudes and beat them up kind of thing. That's still there, but you do a lot of detective stuff. So you're like investigating crime scenes, looking for clues. You're presenting evidence, and you're you're like tailing people and and hiding behind vending machines, and you're you're chasing after people who run away. It's all kind of stuff that's that's real nice. 
This one also has like a dating element, which is weird for Yakuza. Because uh-huh. in, in Yakuza, like um, Zero, you do have girls you can invite uh, out after you oh. have, like after the sub stories and stuff. And they do like karaoke or you play like pool. This one's like like real dating. Like you're in a relationship. Interesting. Okay. And uh the girl the first girl that I've had the chance to date in that game is named Sana. She is she is nineteen. Uh she's like a, a singer. She started out as like playing songs on the street, now she has a record label. And uh it's kinda weird. <laughs> because the main character is, is is a cool guy, he's not like a creep or anything. But uh-huh. she's nineteen and he's thirty five, and that's kind of weird. It's a little weird. Uh, but it's okay. It's a it's a fun game. Still, lots of fun mini games and stuff to do. Just like just like Yakuza mainline, and just like Persona, there's all kinds of crazy things you can do in this in this more realized world of Japan. And that's been fun. The story's the story's really interesting too. As I try to figure out who is this serial killer, and all this stuff that doesn't seem connected at first, but probably is, probably is connected. Uh, but I, I also haven't touched Persona Five uh, this week. Uh, I will coming forward because I also need to beat the fourth dungeon and and keep going till I beat the game. A fourth dungeon is... Pyramid. Pyramid, okay, okay. Yeah, you're going to have to beat it so we can talk about Royal. Yeah. Because um, I'm not going to have an, any idea of what's different. <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember, I, I think you talked about Judgment a couple weeks ago as well, and I remember looking up the trailer when you were talking about it and looking at it. And I looked at it again and that game looks up my alley as well. Yeah. It's real fun. It's, it's, it, it's just like, Yakuza, but uh-huh. with some more stuff added onto it. It's uh it's on the list, my ever growing list of uh, video games that I want to play. Speaking, speaking of lists, here's okay. what uh, I want to bring up. Okay. I don't know if you do this, Sean, but I sometimes buy, buy games just, just randomly on the fly. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of times where I buy a game and I never play it. Yeah. Like I don't even open it. Yeah. I still haven't played Watch Dogs 2. I own it. So I made a list of all these games that I bought and haven't oh. played. Oh god. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna run down this list and you you just speak up whenever you want to. Okay, okay. Alright, so uh, I'll start at the bottom here. Okay. I'm gonna go Super Dragon Ball Heroes, that's like a card game. Uh-huh. Uh Days Gone. Okay. I played a little bit of that. Uh, Dragon Ball uh, Z Kakarot. Oh, I like that game. It's good. I beat it. Uh, I heard Days Gone's good. My friend's beating it. Uh, it yes. has Sam Witwer, who's a cool yes. dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh, Metal Wolf Chaos. Uh, Doom uh, 2016. I still haven't beaten that. Attack on Titan 2. One Piece World Seeker. Until Dawn. Last of Us Remastered. Hey, you, Tyler, come on, man. Come on. Deadly Tower of Monsters, Shadow Warrior and Shadow Warrior 2, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 7, Ratchet and Clank for the PS4, Persona 3, Dancing in Moonlight. Uh-huh. Uh, I have played the Persona 5 dancing game. 
Uh, my number nine. Metal Gear Solid Five. Dying Light. Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Oh, I gotta play the Deus Ex games. Bioshock One, Two, and Infinite. And I gotta play those as well. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Oh my boy, come on, come on. Here's one: Yakuza Four and Five. Oh really? Yeah, I, oh. I started. I started Yakuza kind of weird. I started with Zero, which is a, a decent place to start because it's made for that. Okay. Uh, then I played Kiwami. Uh huh. And then it was like Yakuza Six is coming out, and Kiwami Two is not going to be out for like five months. Okay. It's like, but I want to yeah. play Yakuza. Yeah. So I bought Yakuza Six and played through Yakuza uh, Six. I see. And then I played Kiwami Two. Uh huh. And I started playing three. I haven't, I don't, I'm not really far into it. And then I haven't even opened four and five. Uh, then there's Way of the Pacifist, Wonderful 101 Remastered, uh-huh. Witcher 3, Strider, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil Revelations 2, Prey, Jack 1, 2, 3, and Jack X. Uh, Dark Siders one and two. I'm sorry, Dark Siders one and three. Okay. Uh, Dark Cloud, Conception Plus, Black Desert, Mega Man X Legacy Collection two, and Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Those are all wow. games I've bought and have not opened even once. Well, uh, I probably have a similarly long list, but I'd have to go through and put it together. One day I will open those games. Yeah, one day, Tyler, we will play all these games that we always say we want to play. <laughs> one day. But uh, that's it for me in games. All right. Uh, we got some news bites to talk about then. So, Nintendo Treehouse Live, was that today? Yeah, that was this morning. Okay, so I did miss that. I did not watch that. So why don't you tell me, what was the what was going on at Nintendo Treehouse Live? Uh, Paper Mario, they, they, they streamed, uh, two games, like 40 minutes of like each game. Okay. So they streamed Paper Mario and the Origami King, uh-huh. showed up some combat in that. Uh, game looks beautiful. We'll never play it in my life because okay. it's, because it's, uh, because the people making it don't learn. Oh, alright. Uh, there's no XP, there's no leveling. Oh, oh yeah. You you get coins from battle, like a, a crazy amount of coins from battle, that are used to buy upgrades, uh, which are then used in battle because those up those upgrades and items have durability. So basically, uh, you, yeah, you're wasting you're wasting your time fighting. You yeah. can just say that stuff for the boss at yeah. that point. But you also get confetti from from battles, uh, and confetti is used to fill in some of the stuff that happened, like some of the gaps in the world and stuff. But you can get both confetti and coins outside of battle. They give you a lot of those too. So uh there's really no point to battling if it's not a forced fight. And therefore, it's it doesn't make sense. I don't know why there's even battling in the game. Uh But then they showed off uh Bakugan Champions of Estroya. It's a new Bakugan game. It looks bad. Oh, it looks disappointing. Not good. I haven't watched Bakugan in so long. 
Yeah, me neither. But uh, ever since Dan was around. Was that the first guy? That was the first guy. Then, yeah, that's when I watched as well. Uh, I and, liked it when I was a kid. You know? Yeah, and and the first the first game I played of Bakugan was like, it's called Bakugan Battle Brawlers. It was on the 360 Wii, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it had the card. It had the card stuff. You you throw your balls out, and throw them on the cards, and they open up like in the show. There's another game called Defenders of the Core that was. I think that's the one I played. That was like you control the Bakugan and you fight in like these city environments and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then this new Bakugan game, Champions of Astroia, is like. I I don't know how to describe it. Uh, basically, when you start a battle. You have like three Bakugan that you can switch out between during the fight, but you're not controlling anything. Like you can control their like AI pattern and stuff, but you're basically like the kid running around the fight. You're picking up these energy cores and you're tossing up your, your Bakugan so they can do their special moves and it doesn't look fun at all. It also doesn't look visually great at all. And, uh, this is weird. I'm looking at it. I don't. Huh. That's really weird. That's really weird. Oh, God, it's got 3,000 dislikes uh, compared to 1.3 thousand likes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's understandable that people yeah. don't like this. Cool. That. Yeah, that doesn't look good. And uh, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of those dislikes were people who were maybe expecting more from announcement that WayForward was making a new game uh, that's a new IP to them, one they haven't made before, so no one knew exactly what to expect because, you know, WayForward is uh, they make Shantae, they make Mighty Switch okay. Force. Okay. They're good at platformers and stuff like that. And uh, no one expected this. And, yeah. Uh, I'm sure not. Yeah. it's It's not great. It's not great. Maybe maybe soon they'll have a an announcement where they talk about some some bigger titles. Yeah, yeah, like like real games. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'll stand behind that. Yeah, real yeah. Games. Uh, so two showcases were announced. Uh, the Xbox Games Showcase. It's gonna be on July 23rd, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is a weird time to show uh, that. Yeah, Thursday. It's- you won't be able to watch it, but uh, no. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll take notes for that. Okay, yeah, I'll be working. So, I mean, I might be able to watch it, but I. It's at noon. I might be able to watch it while I eat lunch, but we won't be able to do any like. Yeah, yeah. Live yeah. coverage of it. Uh, they'll show off Halo Infinite. That's honestly the only thing I can think of that I'd be excited to see there. I don't know what else Microsoft would have to show off. To be completely honest, I'm sure there's other stuff. I just can't think of it off yeah. the top of my head. Um, and then Ubisoft Forward is on Sunday, so two days from now. It'll have happened already by the time this comes out, probably. Um, at 12 p.m. Pacific uh, Daylight Time, in, in, on the West California time. California time, so that's 3 p.m. our time. So you're going to be working, right? Yeah, I'll be at work. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I was... I was thinking about doing it solo, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I was just watching it. I, I, def, I definitely got to go back and watch it, though, because I know they're showing off. They're going to be showing off uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah. 
uh, Legion. Of course, now we know about Far Cry, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. And uh, Assassin's Creed. So, uh, definitely go back and watch that, especially for Watch Dogs, which is what I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I we'll talk about Assassin's Creed and Far Cry in a minute. Supermassive Games, I'm going to jump over this other thing for a second and come back to it. Um, Supermassive okay. Games delays the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope from summer 2020 to fall 2020, which is uh, their next game, I assume. Yeah, they're, so uh, the first game, not the first game they made, uh, but what they, their, their big breakout game was Until Dawn. Yes. B-movie kind of yeah. shitty scenes and horror situation. Uh, they made a, like a prequel to that that was in VR that I heard wasn't great. Uh, but then they started this new anthology called the Dark Pictures Anthology. The first game came out a while ago called, uh, Man of Madon. That was last year? Yeah. Last August. And uh, that was like a co-op kind of thing. You could, you could set up a player on each character if you wanted or split the characters between two players and stuff like that or play it online. Uh, and the story played out in different ways because they're different perspectives. And uh that was pretty neat. It didn't run so well. The animations were kind of off, but it was okay. But Little Hope is the next in that anthology. Hopefully all this stuff ties together, I, I assume. But uh summer summer to fall, not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's okay. No. No, that's it no, for that. No. CD Projekt Red is removing third-person cutscenes from Cyberpunk. I'm not sure which ones. If it's like... So you... This, well, this is not like a, this isn't a new story. This is no. like, this is like a 10 month old story. Okay. Uh, so they've done it. They've removed like the third person cutscenes. Most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I assume. I don't know if it's all of them, but most of them. And I, I why? I, I don't know why. Why, why, the, why, why, why? This game is a first person game and they're removing a lot of third person cutscenes and, and like, they keep uh, touting their character customization. The, the cutscene I saw uh, was of one of a character. Uh, they they're playing as a, a girl character. They customized. She woke up out of bed. She took a shower. She she like brushed her teeth. So now all that's going to be in first person, and you'll see your you'll see your character when you look in the mirror, and <sighs> and that's fucking lame. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. This it really doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Uh, I just see when when the when the game comes out, and I'll see what people say about it. But yeah, I'm not really excited. I'm I'm still planning to play it, uh, mostly because uh, it'll be something I can play on my PlayStation Five pretty close to launch. That will. Uh, so that'll just be like, nice. Why are there? Five dick options and one vagina yeah. options. You I don't know? know. I don't. I don't There's know. There's multiple types of vaginas. You I, know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk about it when we get closer to it. We can't get a farther camera. I, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn got its PC release date. It's coming out on August seventh. That's pretty exciting. Horizon Zero nice. Dawn's a great fucking game. So everybody should play it. I own it and probably need to restart it. It's been yes. a while. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we got our first look at the PlayStation 5 game boxes the other day. That's true. Uh, I think it looks sick. I like the little white band at the top. Of yeah. Them. Uh, I think it's nice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm down. I'm into it. 
because what PlayStation Two had like the sort of the black the black band. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. PS three was more of like a like a metalish kind of look. Yeah. And of course PS PS four was the the navy blue. Now we get the white, which is fine because that's a core color of the console. Yeah. As well as the blue, uh, that is the case. Yeah, I think it looks good. I like it. Uh, I like the art. We saw cases for two games. Uh, I posted the Miles Morales one. We also got, I don't know if you saw the Horizon Forbidden West box art. Uh, I, I saw the box art when people were making their, like, uh, their case changes. Okay. Um, uh, I saw what it looked like. I can imagine the, the rest of the stuff. Yes. So that, that's cool. That's, that's all cool. I like it. Uh, I know people are upset about the, either the white band or the, the color of the case that's still blue, like the PS4. And I'm just like, I, I don't care. I look at my yeah. cases like a couple of times and then it's, I put the game in the, in the console and then I play it. Yeah. It's not to mention better. most of the games I buy are digital anyways. So yeah. And then the last little thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, so Kingdom Hearts Melody and Memory, it's not going to be a podcast with us if we don't talk about Kingdom Hearts once. Um, Kingdom Hearts Melody and Memory, the rhythm game coming out for Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. It's gotten its rating, E10+, plus ESRB rating. So, coming soon, Tyler? I mean, it's ra- it's rated. I, it's I rated. Know, rated, yeah. rated is like one of the last things you do. Yeah, we uh we were talking about this a little bit last week after the show. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three got its rating. I want to say October, and it came out in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, not only does it have its rating, I saw somebody point out it's had its rating. It people just started covering it this now, but it was in the trailer, the launch trailer, or the announcement. It said E ten plus in it. No, that was back in June. So. It's had it's had the rating for a while now, um, so presumably, maybe they waited to publish the rating, but they put it in the trailer. Yeah, whether that, whether that was an assumption that that's what they thought they were going to get, or whether, and they just rolled the dice on it, or if uh, they got it early and ESRB had not yet published it or whatever, and they put it in. But um, what's your prediction on when it comes out? Uh, October. I'm going to say October. Yeah, you think early or late October? Maybe early October. Uh, that's where I'm sitting as well. I'm sitting on early October. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's going to come out, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to play it. All right. Those are the new news bites. We're actually we're managing to fill out this show pretty nicely, Tyler. We're gonna we're gonna actually have a pretty decent length show. So we're gonna go to break really quick. You guys are gonna hear about some shows on the Berkeley Movie Blog podcast feed. And when we come come back, we're gonna talk about the Far Cry leaks, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla leaks. Uh, we're gonna talk about what games are coming out this week, and then I'm gonna give my quick spoiler thoughts on The Last of Us Part Two and its ending. So we'll be back in one moment. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, 
Are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who has recently moved to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN After Live, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about, the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN After Live channel. Talk to you then. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. All right, welcome back to the show. Watch, watch. I almost told people to watch all those shows. You can't. Uh, listen to all those shows. They're podcasts. You can uh, watch the waveforms. You could, you could, you could, you could, you could. That's right. Uh, so starting off, Far Cry 6 leaked. Uh, I don't know what the timeline of the leak was. I just saw it today. But yeah. I do have some information and then they announced it it leaked and then they announced it uh we know, well. yeah we know giancarlo esposito is going to be playing uh the bad guy uh anton uh castillo or castillo uh i'm not sure if they all supposed to be silent or not i haven't heard how they say the name um, uh I, he might be latin or of, of latin descent so i'd say castillo Costillo. We'll see. Uh, the trailer is going to be on Sunday at the, the yeah. I'm sure they'll say his name. Uh, so I guess it was posted on a, uh, some foreign PlayStation store, you know, uh, some, not in English. So it got a rough translation that some news sites did. And, uh, I'm going to read that. It says, Welcome to Yara, a tropical paradise frozen in time. As the dictator of Yara, Anton Castillo, is intent on restoring his nation back to its former glory by any means with his son Di- eh, by any means with his son Diego following in his bloody footsteps their ruthless oppression has ignited a revolution fight for freedom play as Danny Roja a local I think Danny or, or Donnie. Danny Donnie I don't fucking know. look I'm terrible at saying names um I can't remember names I'll say them uh Danny Roja a uh a local yarn and Become a guerrilla fighter to liberate the nation. Yara turn apart, fight against Anton's troops in the largest Far Cry playground to date across jungles, beaches, and Esperanza, the capital city of Yara. 
Guerrilla firepower employ makeshift weapons, vehicles, and Amigos, the new fang for hire, to burn the tyrannical regime to the ground. Uh, it's being revealed on Sunday. The website or the the listing on the PlayStation Store said it's coming out February eighteenth, twenty twenty one, and I believe it's coming to both last gen and uh, next gen consoles. Great. Um, are you a Far Cry fan? Not really. Uh, I I don't have anything against Far Cry. I just uh-huh. haven't played many of them. Uh, I think. I mean, I like I like Far Cry Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't played three. three. Uh, I played I played the opening of five. Uh huh. Which I is like five. That, like American kind of yeah, weird. It's a weird setting. And uh. I didn't. I didn't look into anything that happened in New Dawn. Yeah, me neither. But uh, that's a continuation of five. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, this is Far Cry Six. You know, this is going to be different. It seems. Um, But I think the most interesting thing here is. I mean, I played Far Cry Three. I didn't play Four. I played some of Five. So I'm not a massive Far Cry fan, but I'm an Ubisoft fan. I like Ubisoft games usually. Uh, I think the most interesting thing here is talking about. Well, first of all, largest Far Cry playground to date gives me major anxiety and honestly turns me off more than it turns me on to the game. Yeah. Uh, we've had discussions about how I think game maps are getting a little too big and a little too empty, especially in the Assassin's Creed series. Uh, Valhalla being bigger than Odyssey is not a selling point for me. <laughs> uh, it is the exact opposite. Uh but what I find interesting is they say that you're going to be fighting in the capital city of the of the of the country, which is new for Far Cry. I can't really think of a city environment in any Far Cry games. Mm. There are small towns. Yeah, but not really any cities. Not really cities. I think that'd be exciting. I think it'd be exciting to play, like, a Far Cry game in, like, if they make a really big, really fleshed-out city... Like, with a bunch of interiors you can go in, not a bunch of blocked-off buildings with nothing, you know? That you can actually climb up in and climb around, and I think that'd be cool. Uh, I will say that I'm I, I'm not... I'm, I'm almost less excited because it's coming out on current gen. Uh, I feel like Far Cry 6, you know? No, well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have one that's... that's- yeah, you gotta you gotta have it that's cross gen. It's just it's the whole thing of you know, it means that like they're gonna be selling it as the first Far Cry game for next generation, but it's really not. It's yeah, that's gonna be I guess it'll be, it'll be stifled a little bit by by yeah. Bastion, yeah, depending on how they how they make it. Yeah, that'll I guess end up being seven. Will be end up I would assume being the one that's exclusively for next gen, but seven or or whatever. Whatever they decide to do, uh, like an in between. But the in between is usually built off pretty much the same game. They use like the same engine and everything. Like Primal was built in Far Cry Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, New Dawn obviously was built with uh, Five. So I think whatever comes out in between six and seven will be for PlayStation Four as well. Could be. Could be. Depends on how long they wait to to announce it. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely depends. Uh, I get it because I sometimes like Far Cry games and I sometimes don't. I'm interested to see if Co-op comes back from 5. 
That was interesting. Co-op was in four. I can't remember. I didn't play. Four. Co-op. Co-op was in four. Okay, so I, I assume it's a staple now. Then that they'll keep doing it. Uh, the other big thing leaked Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay. Did you watch? Did you get to see any of that? I watched. Uh, there, there were three. Like there are three uh, yeah. mirror links. Yeah, I watched about half of the first one. Okay, which okay. didn't get to any of the bigger stuff. Okay, so I watched all three. Um, I didn't watch them all straight because, uh, look, but you know how much I bitch about Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably gonna play this game. It's Assassin's Creed, and I hold out hope every year that the franchise I enjoy it magically again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. I hope every year that they come out with one, or I guess every other year at this point, that I'm like, yeah, I'm magically gonna start to like the direction they're going in. Um, look, look, man, I, I mean, I like Odyssey for for as much as I played of it, which isn't a lot, but yeah, I like it for what I played. Uh, but my favorite is is four, and people don't like four. No, people love four. A lot of people don't like four. I've I've never heard anybody say. I feel like I'm the only one that says anything bad about four. And the worst thing I say about four is that it's not a good Assassin's Creed game. It's a great pirate game. Mm-hmm. Fantastic pirate game. Uh, I'll say it's a better Assassin's Creed game than these last couple have been, because uh, it's at least about the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> um, and and when people talk about the, I know people are are kind of disappointed that this one plays like like uh, Origins and Odyssey. I don't know why you're surprised by that, or people. Yeah, or yeah, not me. You that? I'm, yeah, yeah, not you. Uh, but because you know, before it was the same thing, right? It yeah, was, yeah. Assassin's Creed games are, are you fight, you press the buttons to hit, and then you press and I liked it. Y or triangle to counter, and then that's how you murdered 18 people in a row yeah. because of <laughs> yeah. a skill you unlock. Yeah, that's why you kill every single person in the city of Florence, like just. Yeah, every you, guard. You get surrounded by nineteen dudes, and you're like, "Well, this is no problem to me because they're yeah. not going to attack me more than one at a time." And yeah, then exactly. I'm going to counter one and murder everyone else. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now they've they've taken the new direction with Origins, and they're going to ride that one out. And I, this might be the last one they do this. I think they something I heard about this one being like the last in this sort of. Style, but I don't know. Yes. Take, that, take that as much as, as I think you will. When it was revealed around that Microsoft conference, there were interviews that came out where I think it was the creative director or somebody involved that said that this was the culmination of what they started in Origins and kind of a uh, finalizing a trilogy in Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Um, this is being made by the team that made Origins, not the team that made Odyssey. Two mm-hmm. different teams because Team that Odyssey made Odyssey is now working on uh, Gods and Monsters, which leaked a while ago and looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, looked... Didn't, did that didn't that leak on on Stadia? I think so. Yeah, it leaked in the demo. Weird, so weird, demo a weird on place Stadia. To leak. Yeah, it but. was not. It did not look good. It looked really bad. Uh, I don't know how early that game is supposed to be. I don't know if that was just like really, really early alpha stuff, but it looked really bad. Yeah. Um, Valhalla graphically looks very nice. It's, mm-hmm. I'd say, a step above Odyssey. Uh, very clearly built off of Origins and Odyssey. Aesthetically, it feels a lot like The Witcher to me because it's got that very medieval England, or not medieval, but um, that very, very like England time period going yeah. on. 
Uh, like like uh, old country esque. Yeah, I didn't really a lot a lot of grassy hills with some trees. Yeah, uh, cinematic kind of horse cloudy. riding button. Yeah, the cinematic uh, horse riding button is actually kind of cool. They have that in Red Dead Redemption. Uh, yeah. I kind of like that. I dig that. I like having that. Uh, as long as I can just like do that and put my controller down and let it ride to the next town, that'd be fine by me. Seems like you can still get attacked during that, though. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go too far. I would walk away, you know. Uh, so I say I watched all three videos. I skipped story stuff. Because like I said, I'm going to play this because I'm a simp for Assassin's Creed. And uh, I'm going to end up playing the game. It's just going to happen. So I kind of yeah. skipped the story stuff because I didn't really want to know what was going on. Uh, but they they pretty much, the, vi- the the footage was about 30 minutes in total. And it was a like siege of a castle, pretty much. Uh, you start in a fleet. Of, now, I'm not sure if this is a story thing or if this is something we're going to be doing multiple times. If this is like a specific, this is one story mission, or if like Odyssey has the war zones that you go and fight in. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's going to kind of replace those or if it's just like a recurring mission or if it's like a or a, a story beat or what. But it, it, it could it could definitely start off as a story beat and then go and like, then become yeah. more of them. Yeah, it looked a lot more fun than the Warzone fights in Odyssey, to be honest. So you start with a fleet of boats, and I think that's the part that if it becomes a a, a recurring mechanic, that part won't be involved over and over yeah. again. It's you start in a fleet of boats, and you kind of ram the shore of this keep. Um, so you you ram the shore. There wasn't a whole lot when you were in the boats. I know boat combat's coming back for this game. They didn't really show any of it. It's just you kind of sail at. They're shooting like flaming arrows at you. It looks very pretty. And um, you hit the shore. You've got a battering ram. And you're kind of defending the battering ram. But also you have to, you can like grab hold of it and help them push and break down the door if you want. But you're also being attacked while you're doing that. So you're kind of jumping around. And you're fighting off enemies and also trying to break the door down at the same time. And you can kind of break down one gate, break down a second gate. I think there was a third gate you also had to break down and, you know, you kill people. And that's kind of the mission. It, it seemed pretty straightforward, but a little more involved, at least, than the Warzone fights. It wasn't just a big open area where you have to find the commander and kill them. It was actually, like, break down these doors and, like, it's like castle walls and stuff. It looked pretty cool, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, so combat looked a whole lot like Origins, but in Odyssey, but there were definitely some differences that I could not explain to you. We're gonna have to wait till Sunday when they explain them. I think I think one that I saw was that healing is now not tied to like an ability on a button. There's a different way to heal than there was in Odyssey, which frees up a slot down there when you do your your special yeah. attacks. But I, I don't know what it, exactly it was. I think they changed something with dodging too, but I could not tell you what it was. It looked different, but I'm sure they'll tell us on Sunday all about that stuff. Uh, they also showed off the skill tree. So the skill tree kind of looks sphere grid-esque to me. It's like a constellation. And mm-hmm. as you move from point to point, there are it, the, all the all the constellation points are empty. And some of them you fill in for a stat increase, and some of them you fill in for an ability. So it kind of feels fear gritty from uh, FF10 to me. Okay. Uh, and it looked pretty extensive from what I could see. It looked pretty big. Uh, and all the gear belongs to three different attributes. I did not write down what they were, but uh, in 
Odyssey, I think there were two. There was like Hunter or Assassin and Warrior. Mm-hmm. So now there are three, and I'm not sure how those are going to break up. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see it. Like, I like Assassin's Creed, um, even though I, I don't know if I do <laughs> at this point. I like but, Assassin's Creed, kind of. I mean, yeah, I didn't really like yeah. one, but I liked two. One is rough. And Brotherhood, and oh, uh, great. then I didn't play one again until four. Well, no, I played three, and I hated it. And then <laughs> I played four, and uh, and then I stopped until until Origins. Even though I hear good things about Syndicate, for what it's worth. Yeah, I didn't play Syndicate, but Unity is probably where the franchise peaked for me, to be honest. It was trash at launch, but playing it now is a lot more fun. It's probably the peak of Assassin's Creed for me. Uh, yeah, you got anything you want to say on Valhalla? I'll be playing it. I'll I'll buy it. For sure. Alright. We're going to hit the upcoming releases. Uh, July 14th, which is on Tuesday. Death Stranding is releasing on Windows. I'm going to pick that up eventually and play it. I don't know when that's going to be. Oh boy. Uh, Rocket Arena is releasing for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One, which is that really terrible looking, weird yeah, rocket. Like yeah. 5v5 rocket yeah. game, shoot yeah. man game. Yeah, it did not look fun to me. We saw it at, what was that, the Microsoft event? Uh, We saw it somewhere. Dude. Oh, was it EA Play? Yeah, EA, EA Play. Oh, fuck. Yeah. God, what, a, what a show. What a terrible show. Uh, and then Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, releasing on Windows and Switch, and that is uh, Harvest Moon. Yeah, that is that is the true Harvest Moon, not yeah. not the shell of a corpse that is actually Harvest titled Moon. Harvest Moon. Yeah, these are the people that actually made Harvest. The Moon. people who who started Harvest Moon left and are now making Story of Seasons. So this is where Harvest Moon is now. Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, and then on July 17th, Ghost of Tsushima, that's on Friday, and Paper Mario the Origami King. As you know, Tyler and I are going to be playing Paper Mario the Origami King. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, we'll be playing Ghost of Tsushima. I think Brendan's also going to be playing Ghost of Tsushima. So expect yeah. Ghost of Tsushima talk on the next episode. Probably not uh, a lot of it. Yeah, probably not a lot of it. My my work schedule's weird this week. Okay. Uh, so I'll be getting off from work like right before we start. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I probably won't have any time to actually play the game. Uh-huh. But uh, afterwards, I definitely... Um, the week after, I'll definitely have some, some things to say about it. We'll pro- I'll, prob- I'll probably have time to play, so I'll probably just do first impressions next week, and then we'll talk a little bit more in-depth about it uh, the week after. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to plug this stuff. We're going to kind of do the end of the show now, and you guys can peace out if you want to. If not, stick around. We'll probably do another 10 minutes or so talking about The Last of Us Part 2. So, Tyler, where can the people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R-T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. Uh, and that's where I retweet a bunch of anime and game stuff. But in all honesty, I really need your help with Animal Crossing, guys. <laughs> God damn it, the game hates me. For no reason. I'm a dedicated player video game. What do I gotta do? Please help him. Help. Do I need to bribe Tom Nook? What's happening? Yeah, dude. 
Uh, and then you can find me on a podcast called Ride or Die with our mutual friend, uh, Mike. And uh, that's on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast. And that's also on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash writer hyphen die. You'll find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms like Spotify and stuff. And awesome. uh, that's it. That's it. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of shows. I retweet them there, including Trouble at the Tipton with Tyler. Uh, Sweet Life is Zach and Cody recap podcast at Trouble at Tipton on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, you guys can find this show and others on the Merc with the Movie Blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public Breaker, and Overcast. You guys can also follow Merc with the Movie Blog at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter. <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you guys don't want spoilers for The Last of Us Part 2, I'm not going to talk about it for too long, probably just about 10 minutes or less, but I am going to not hold back on spoilers. So... Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. If you want to stick around, we're going to start talking spoilers in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So, Ellie didn't die. Of course. I thought she was going to. I figured she wouldn't. Um, I thought it was a fine ending. I kind of have to headcanon it a little bit. And uh, Neil Druckmann has said that... He doesn't want to say exactly what happens at the end because he wants people to be able to kind of think about it for themselves and come up with their own ideas about it. And pretty much, pretty much towards the last, like, the last couple missions of the game are, um, so in, 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 uh, Seattle, after, like, you've played through Ellie's time there, you've played through Abby's time there. It ends up where Abby lets Ellie live and tells her not to come after her again. Ellie goes back to Jackson. Uh, Dina has her baby. They kind of set up at a farm outside the city. They they live there. They're kind of happy together there. And then Joel's brother Tommy rolls up and says that he has a lead on Abby and he wants Ellie to go after her again. And Ellie is just not able to let it go. And Dina tells her pretty much, hey, if you go, that's it. Uh, We're done. I'm not going to be here when you get back. Uh, And Ellie can't help herself and goes anyways. She goes after Abby again. And that's why I thought she was going to die. I thought she wasn't able to give it up. I thought Abby was going to kill her. Uh, And I was going to be on Abby's side on that. Because she had a chance to give up. And she didn't. And she just kept going uh, and could not forgive, pretty much. Or not even forgive, but let go of her own anger. But Ellie goes to Santa Barbara where Abby is, finds her. Abby's also in a little bit of trouble in Santa Barbara. Uh, Ellie saves her. And then they kind of both escape to boats together. And then Ellie's like, all right, let's finish this. I'm going to kill you. And Abby's like, I don't want to fight you. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this. And Ellie, like, threatens Abby's traveling partner to force a fight. Uh, And Abby's like, all right, fine, we'll do it. And they fight. Ellie has Abby's head under the water, holding her down, drowning her. And then she has a flashback to her last encounter with Joel before he died where she pretty much 
tells him that she's going to start to forgive him for other stuff that had happened uh, for the events of the last game, how mm-hmm. it ended. Cause she found out what happened. She found out that Joel lied to her and she says, I'm ready to move on. And then pretty much two days later, he's dead. And that, moment of remembering that she was ready to forgive Joel kind of hits her and she lets Abby go and um, lets Abby leave, lets Abby live and she goes back to the farm nobody there, place is empty Dina left with the kid and Ellie packs her bag and walks away and the game ends uh my thought is that she's going back to Jackson to go back to Dina and hopefully they can work things out because the alternative is too depressing and it feels like we just brought these characters back to hurt them. Um if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it feels like there's no actual catharsis if she just walks away to kind of go die alone somewhere like that doesn't seem fulfilling to me or satisfying of an ending so in my and and neil Druckmann said he wasn't going to say where she was going because he kind of wanted it to be left open to people's interpretations and i think that she's going back to try and fix things with dina and to kind of try and live her life now the way that joel had wanted um so all that to say that with my interpretation of the game's ending, which might not be everybody's, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's as good as the first one. Uh, I'd probably give it like a uh, four out of five. I think the middle drags way too long. The Abby stuff drags way too long. Mm-hmm. I think it's way over the head. I think that some of the Abby stuff really works and then a lot of it really doesn't and doesn't hit. Uh Specifically the stuff with Abby about, like, the first stuff with her didn't work. But then once they introduce, she, like, finds these two kids that she kind of starts to care for, these two teenagers. And I think that's kind of where I started to get on board with her as a character. So I think that if we had started there instead of the three or four hours of buildup to get to that point, that felt unnecessary i'd be happier with the game but where it stands uh it's definitely got its flaws i don't think it's a perfect game Uh, i don't think there's any such thing as a perfect game and i don't think this game is as close to being a perfect game as the first one was personally I, i still would put the first one over this yeah but uh at the end of the day i'm happy it exists and I, I'm, I don't have any really issues, with, real issues with the story. More the pacing. I know people are upset about the story. I think that's dumb. I think, to be honest, the people, the reasons that people are mad, I think, are dumb. I think people, people, people see Joel as like a like a hero who, yeah, like precious and shouldn't be yeah. killed. But if, if, I mean, they they talk about it when the game opens up, it, yeah. and that what he did was fucked up. Yeah, and, yeah, and and. and whether whether those doctors could could actually save the world with the cure uh, is up in the air, but, but we'll it, never it know. Matter. Yeah, because because yeah. Joel took that option away. Yeah, and and yeah. sure, it, 
caring for this girl he had to take here is is very emotional and very good on his part after losing his daughter at the start, but it's also a little selfish to everyone else, you know? Yeah, no, it's extremely selfish. And I, I was listening to a, um the Kind of Funny Games spoiler cast because they had on Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, and uh, Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann obviously being direct, the, one of the directors on the game. Mm-hmm. There's a couple. And uh, Ashley Johnson is Ellie and Troy Baker is Joel. And Troy Baker was talking about the scene where Joel dies. And he said that he felt bad because there was something that he didn't think he got ruin his performance and that was that in that moment when Abby shoots his kneecap and he goes down he thinks this is what I get for letting my guard down for living peacefully in this town for this long and then he says once Ellie shows up and she's kind of held down and forced to watch what Joel feels in that moment looking at Ellie is I do it all over again just for that chance. Like knowing where it ends up, knowing that most likely if he hadn't let his guard down to the extent that he had, he would have lived through this situation. Joel still thinks I do it again. Um, I think that's powerful. Uh, he said he didn't think he got that across in his performance. I would tend to agree. I didn't really think about that until he brought it up. But um, I also don't think that it was that would have been an easy thing to do in that scenario. Yeah. Uh, it, this seems, I think it's pretty hard to put any sort of emotional performance through as Joel in that scene just because he's kind of half dead by the time we get to that, you know? By the time we get to uh, to Ellie there pinned on the ground watching. Um, honestly, honestly, I'm surprised Tommy's lived so long. Yeah, yeah. And Tommy lives to the end of the game. He doesn't die. It's so crazy to me. Yeah. After the um, first game, I, I would have thought he died. Yeah. Uh, I mean, after the first, like, scenes, opening yeah. scenes. Yeah. I was like, well, he's, he's gone. And then he shows yeah. up again. And he's still around, still going strong. Good on Tommy. Yeah. Um, the best the best Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh yeah, and he lives through the end of the game, uh, presumably. He's there before Abby goes to Santa Barbara, so presumably he's still alive. Uh Jesse didn't make it. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Jesse died. Um uh, when, once this is over, I'll, I'll post a video that I saw today from a, an animator I watched. Okay. But uh, yeah, it, it, it told me that Jesse didn't didn't make it through. Poor yeah. Jesse. Yeah, poor Jesse. I liked Jesse. He was he was a good guy. Uh, but I yeah, I'd say four out of five. Uh, not quite as good as the first one. I think the first one is just. I think the first one is more consistently good. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think that the kind it's shorter, and I think that's a good thing because I think this game runs too long. And I also think that a big thing that's missing from this game is a big motivator in the first game is you're playing as Joel, and with Ellie, even though you're in this terrible world, you don't feel alone. And this game feels very lonely. 
And that might be intentional because Ellie has lost Joel. So for all intents and purposes, she is alone. But I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like that feeling. Uh, so I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing or a criticism of the game itself or if it's just, hey, that's not the kind of thing that I really wanted. And um, it's not what I... I uh, it doesn't work for me, I guess is what I should say. Uh, so that's not so much a criticism. I think the pacing is the only legitimate, legitimate criticism I have is that the pacing is a little whack. But I think that like the first game came out in the time and I feel like even replaying it, it felt like it was of a time where kind of the kind of gritty, dark video games and entertainment, everything being kind of grim, dark was like on the rise at that point. And I feel like at this point, I'm tired of it. So I feel like this game just came out at the wrong time. For me, personally. Uh, Maybe. Where I'm, I just feel tired of like the oppressive... Oppressive sadness and just bleakness uh, in media. Because I feel like there's so much of it. So much. It's always we're looking at the dark and gritty take on this character. And it's like, dude, you don't have to do that all the time. Um, I feel like we kind of lost something in entertainment in the last, you know, couple decades, last decade or two of like, hey, optimism's okay. I feel like that doesn't, it still exists, obviously, but I think to such a, such a smaller extent, people got so obsessed with the idea of super serious, super dark, the world is fucked and we have to acknowledge it, that people forgot to escape to dream I feel like we're kind of forgetting to do that but that's also important uh but yeah that's a whole nother conversation but yeah that's my those are my thoughts sounds, on like, last sounds of like you're you're giving a, a speech at the end of a movie i am i am we forgot how to dream <laughs> uh but no but like that's that's seriously something i feel is like whenever they're like we're looking at the dark edgy take on this character i'm like you don't have to not everything has to be that way um and the world is bad enough, especially this year. I mean, this year has been fucking terrible. Like, yeah, it's not been a good year. It's not been a great year, and every year it seems like it only gets worse. So, it's like I just think it was a bad time for me personally to play it, and it it just compounded on those feelings, and I did not enjoy myself at all. <laughs> it felt like a chore in a lot of times or in a lot of moments. But yeah, those are my thoughts. That's the episode, guys. Thanks again for listening. And we'll, uh, Tyler, you got anything else you want to say before we, we leave? Uh, no, I don't. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm just going to hit this one more time. If you guys do want to follow this podcast feed, you can do so at Twitter at MovieBlogMerk. And we will catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. Game Over.